0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org podcast. This is Mick, and you're listening to the Chirp Podcast. I am here at Riot Fest with Surfer Blood, and we are about to talk about some of their influences and some of the bands that they are excited to see here at the festival today. I am here with part of the band. Lindsay is not able to join us, but we do have the lead vocalist and guitarist, John Paul. John Paul, would you like to say hello? Hi, I'm John Paul. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we also have Tyler and Mike. Tyler plays drums, and Mike plays guitar. Hi, everybody. Hello. So, yeah, um, you mentioned right before we started recording that this is not your first Riot Fest, that you also played 2013, that was right around when your, when uh, Pythons came out, and that was sort of a divergence for your sound, right? People had, were expecting you to be more of uh, a surf rock band through and through, but Pythons sort of threw a curveball into the mix for some fans um can you like would you mind reflecting a little bit on the response to pythons because i remember it being somewhat of a controversial album when it first came out you know um we were um
1: uh, we went from recording in a bedroom to recording on a major label in a studio with like you know a hotshot british record rock producer and uh you know it definitely we don't we don't need to make expensive records i feel like that's not something that has ever suited us or has been necessary and uh... at least now we never have to ask ourselves what would happen if we cleaned up and like made a super polished rock record because we tried it and uh... you know we're better off i think producing ourselves and being more hands-on and you know when you're in a studio and you know you know someone with a lot of history recording and a situation that's very expensive um, you kind of never lay down that goofy keyboard part that you guys were, like, joking about when you were stoned at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, if you're, for us, like, that's just something that needs to happen, and it just wasn't going to happen in that environment. So I,
0: I'll i chalk it up to just being young and dumb. <laughs> well, some, some great music comes from people just being young and, you know, um, willing to experiment, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like the charm of our first record and the reason why it got so many people's attention is it's very quirky. You know, it's, like, very unique and bizarre and like it's just like a great expression of like where you know we all were in that point in my life you know and uh... yeah I think I think for us it's you know it's a band who like writes mostly like pop rock music like what makes it cool is that there's something like very left field about the stuff we try and put out there so um... you know when you sort of like subtract that from the music it's always a, uh, you know it takes something away that needs to be there
0: so have you become more comfortable with your label as a surf rock band over the years or are you still trying to press against that
1: I've always thought that it was sort of um, um just getting lumped into like a category of like things that are going on so you know music journalists want to talk as if there's um uh, like some like scene or like greater movement going on when in fact just a bunch of people in their houses like making records you know we, we take a lot of inspiration from surf rock stuff I like how amateurish it is I like that there's you know a lot of it's very poorly recorded and it's um, um <laughs> and it's like you know sort of um like troglodyte music you know what i mean those are the the aspects i appreciate about it but i was never thinking about you know dick dale when we were writing our first songs i was thinking about dinosaur genius so yeah.
0: some influences for your music. Uh, something that some people may not realize is that one of your first big hits, Swim, was influenced by Andrew W.K., and there is a little bit of a story there, am I correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always liked Andrew W.K. I like how relentlessly positive he is. Um, I love the energy, and when I was young, I was like really attracted to that. And I think the reason I found out about him is because he was the uh, the intro to our morning announcements in high school. <laughs> You know, um, we went to an art school, so, like, although, like, it was, you know, it was a pretty, yeah, it was was a liberal environment, there's, like, a lot of talented people, so they made slick intros to everything. There'd be, like, a 30-second thing that was, like, hyper-edited, and, like, you know, like, production quality was very high, and then they'd read you, like, the the menu items on the cafeteria lunch menu, and they'd do, like, another intro, so, so from, um, for, like, one marking period, he was, uh, the intro to it, and I kind of lifted a rift from that song in Swim, and, uh... Yeah, the rest is history, I guess.
0: Has Andrew WK um, confronted you about lifting that rift yet? I don't think he cares. Um, (laughs) um, We played
1: um, his venue, this place called Santos Party House in New York City. When we were um, uh, playing CMJ, we were just coming up. Like, uh, we were brand new. Um, So basically, uh, it was like our second show ever in New York, and we were all like really on edge and like visibly nervous. And I had somehow unplugged my um, uh, guitar. Like the cable came out of the pedal yeah. And I spent like five minutes on stage Just n- noodling with everything Like trying to see where it was And then Thomas, or, um, our guitarist at the time Looked down and he just walked over Calmly plugged it back in <laughs> Patted me on the shoulder <laughs> And we kept going with the set And um, uh, I think I cried after that It was like so embarrassing I thought, I thought we had ruined
0: it all Like it was over, you know <laughs> I have actually heard legends of that performance before Didn't, um, didn't Tom storm off stage at one point? I think, I'm, uh, I think he's like, this is our last song in the microphone. I'm like,
1: we have like 15 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, here you are today. It wasn't the end. It wasn't the end. It was, um, in fact, it was the beginning in a lot of ways. But yeah, that was, uh, it was, uh, it was a weird one. Yeah.
0: such a fantastic group of musicians here today. Um, who is everybody excited to see? Who has everybody seen? What has been the best set of Riot Fest besides besides Server Blood set yesterday afternoon?
1: That was, uh, that was obviously the highlight of the whole festival. Um, but um, Slayer was a highlight. I'm really excited to see Patti Smith and um, Bikini Kill today. I'm excited to see Guided by Voices. We've done a lot of touring with them and those are our, our good friends. Even though they're a um, uh, much older than us, like a lot of, lot of influence there. Yeah. Oh man, I loved Cursive yesterday. They were right after us on the Riot stage, and uh, I mean the Rise stage, and we've been fans of Cursive since we were little things, so that was like full circle. Um, and then also really enjoyed uh, Wu-Tang Clan last night. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like a wild card and the best kind.
0: Yeah, and they played 36 chambers uh, the in-, in its entirety, which is pretty impressive.
1: What an opportunity. Can't yeah. believe I got to see that.
0: Um, how about uh, Tyler and Mike? You guys have been kind of quiet.
1: Uh, I'm excited to see Ween um, and Bands We've Seen. Bands We've Seen, yeah.
0: Uh, I like Cherry
1: Glazer. Hot Snakes was awesome. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Saw them on Friday.
0: Uh, block Party was, was, was pretty sweet. Um, we saw them last night. Oh, you went to a Block Party instead of Slayer. Uh we kinda did both. We just ran around as fast as we could to everything we could. We kinda split up. Some of us stayed at Wu-Ting, some stayed at Slayer. Um but uh yeah, it was hard to kinda catch it all, but we kinda caught snippets, little samples of everyone. But they're pretty good. That was uh, a great performance by them as well. So Yeah, they there is just so much great music to enjoy here at Riot Fest. It's almost a shame that um that they have so many stages. Yeah. It's yeah, we're really spoiled for choice. Um, So you guys are just, um, you know, you're just about to embark on a tour uh, in support of uh, Hourly Haunts, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, our new EP. It's on the
1: 10-inch, which is perfect because it's everyone's um, uh, record bin next to the 7-inches, but before the um, uh, the full 12-inches. So uh, their hands are going to gravitate towards it all the time. I think that's a really good thing. I think more people should do 10-inches. It's uh, overlooked format, for sure.
0: So your um, you're in-between releases, your EPs and your 10 inches, tend to be um, sort of sampler platters, ways of you know sort of trying out different sounds for your LP. Um, tarot Classics really hinted at some interesting directions uh, for Pythons, and I really enjoyed how that sort of paid off. Um, what did you include on the EP hourly haunts that uh, is going to maybe be fleshed out more on the LP that's going to be released uh, or released in 2020.
1: Well, I'm, um, uh, you know, to be honest, these are the songs that didn't make the cut for the LP. Oh. <laughs> so the LP is going to be, it's going to be great. But it's um, uh, you know, it's a great snapshot in time of like where we were, like in terms of production, in terms of like aesthetic influence and evolution. Uh, I think you'll be surprised how similar the similar the sound actually is when the LP comes out. Um,
0: I would say uh, the LP will have uh, more like just shorter faster wouldn't you say like uh, kind of just little
1: yeah there's some there's some classic pop punk in there some great yeah. noise collages oh, yeah. nice. some nice. some loops some pedal um uh, stuff Striminal. and a very very um um uh, serious and epic song about my father so that's <laughs> that's gonna be good oh, yeah
0: okay yeah um all stuff that chirp fans are into um including uh discussions of family because we are a community radio station and uh you know we all have families that we love and yeah yeah you know you can um, um you can pick your bandmates
1: but you can't pick your family That's
0: what I <laughs> uh well thank you so much for your time today guys i think that's um i think that's a wrap uh, this has been Mick talking with Surfer Blood here at Riot Fest 2019. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Great to meet you.
0: All right, take care. There's
1: nothing. Planned.
0: And this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.